Blog Talk Radio. Oh. 
Um, but, I mean, if I was going to eat a pizza, I mean, I would be really specific about it. But less specific than last time because I guess it made you crazy. <laughs> so let's talk about Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders, um, Deion played football and he played baseball. And, oh, uh, I thought Deion Sanders was a psychic. <laughs> no, that's what friends are for. That's Deion Warwick. That's, that's what friends are for. He's falling. He's That song got me through a lot of things in my life. Yep. Yeah, that's Whitney Houston's cousin, Dionne Warwick. She was there. <laughs> that's why I thought we were talking about her. Now, we're talking about Dion Sanders. He tweeted that he was getting beaten up, assaulted by his wife and her friend in a living room. And then he started showing pictures of him and his children filing police reports, reporting their mama. What? Right. What do you think about that, Nikki? I need more information. What's his wife look like? Is she like, you know, a buck eighty five and like real grizzly or is she like a little blonde woman? Like like you know, what? just find out something that's fundamental when we talk about other women, you know, what she looks like. Is she gonna is she ready to beat up on this dude? But I understand, trust me. I I can't really hear you, but I'm just wondering like what, like, really, like, if he, if his wife looks like me, and he's like, she's beating me up, and he's, like, professional athlete, then it's like, oh, shut up. Like, are you joking? Like, like, is she a lonely cat lady that weighs 85 pounds and, like, cries herself to sleep? Like, who is this woman? He said, I feel bad for my kids because they just saw their mama and a friend jump me in my own room. I mean, really? Did he have injuries? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to think about that. And what did, what did you think, Tamika? You think? I think that that was um, a special moment in a black man's life when his wife just said enough is enough. You know? <laughs> you think his wife just had it? Yeah, I mean, come on. But then why is this guy going to have his kids filling out the report, too? What's going on? Oh, he got me. He's like, your mom's crazy, guys. No, that's too much. And not only that, but he's sharing it with the whole world on the Twitter. Yeah, exactly. Like, what is he? Now, is she just his wife? Like, she's she's not, like, famous or anything. Yeah, I don't know who she is. Yeah, I don't either. Let me find out. Let me find <laughs> out. She's going to call herself beating up on her man in him. Okay. You know, Get you together with that woman. While he always used to say, him and his mans in them. I love that. Killer Gahim showing up at the club with him and his mans in them. Who used to say that? Starring Buckwild. No, I mean, I wish I knew, but I w I'm going to start saying it. Buckwild seeing your cousin? He, was, he was seeing my cousin. Uh-oh. Yeah. He was seeing your cousin. That's crazy. Yeah, this, this, uh, famous <laughs> better get her. This famous interior designer. Dude. Yeah, you better get her. Don't let her go down like that. <laughs> you better get your cousin, girl. Get your cousin. Call her and let her know some things about life. What about Trisha? Is her name Trisha? Oh, my God. Trisha's a mess. I thought that Trisha was your probably is Dion Warwick Sanders. Yeah. For all we know. She's smiling. No. She's you know what would have been amazing if, like, while they were, like, showing the police report, like, the person calls, he called 911, and he's like, my wife's beating me up. And they're like, what's your name? And the, the, the operator was, like, singing that song to him, like, I know you. She's smiling. She's smiling. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
All I know is I don't care how much weight that bitch lost. I wouldn't make out with that nasty-looking heifer. Let's move on to the Secret Service scandal. Yeah, let's. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I was yeah. calling Star from Star and Buckwild, who was talking about Missy Elliott at the time. Okay. <laughs> um, so, Nikki, the Secret Service scandal, they're the Secret Service. They're hired to protect the president um, and his staff and other prominent political figures, and yet they did not, they were not able to protect themselves, keep a secret of them um, getting jiggy with it with some prostitutes, some Oh, hoes. man, I do know about this. I do know about this one. I do know about this one. Yeah, kid. Yeah. <laughs>
you know, the dish. Like, you know, they're great. They're just great companions. And, um, you know, yeah, they're wonderful. Tamika, tell Nikki what you did to your Barbie. Okay. True story. Um, my Barbie did not live a very good life um, because I did not like Barbie. So what ha- happened was I uh, took all the clothes off of her besides the drawers. You know how they used to bend backwards? I yeah. Bent, I bent her backwards, chopped off the top of her head, her hair, to say. Um, I was able to find a capacity to make fire on the electric stove and burnt her nipples. <laughs> Chopped off her the tops of her feet and then like left her in a corner somewhere and my mother found it and you know I just I'm still dealing with those issues today. It sounds like a Natalie Portman movie. <laughs> you know she um, just her in some That's fucked up. I mean, what'd she do to you? <laughs> <laughs> and I left her in the green drawers that they had bought. For me to put, you know, undergarments on the Barbie, but I was just like, "You're nothing to me. I'm done with you. I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> How can she be nothing to you? She's so nice." <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and I'm glad you said that, because Nikki, do you know how that story made me feel? A very certain, specific way. Yep. When you just don't know what you're feeling, you can't find the right words to say. Well, that's the moment you start to realize. Sorry to hear that you felt a certain way about it. <laughs> Thanks. It was actually the best possible certain way I could have ever felt. It was hilarious. Um, oh, I didn't really? Know you cut the top of her feet off, though. Yeah, just her, her toenails and shit. I just didn't want to be bothered with that. No more. <laughs> Isn't this like a voodoo doll? Like, what did she do to you? funny that you say that. Because my family is from Louisiana, but I just, I did not like her. I just, I, I can't. So now I'm scared of people from Louisiana. Oh, God. Let's be clear. Let me be clear. All right, well, Nikki, I don't know what these last 10 minutes have been, but they've been truly sublime. Thank you so much for joining the panel tonight. Oh, as always, I love you, Dirty. I love you more than the Grand Central Newsstand's cousin, sister's friend. I want a pizza. A pager? Those don't exist anymore. A what? A pager? <laughs> a pager. You better get to me that pager. No, I want a pizza. <laughs> a yeah. painter? What is she saying? <laughs> okay. Good night. Bye. I love you. Love you. Woo. Tamika, why do you want a pager? Yeah, whatever, man. <laughs> Uh-oh, what's going on with the Pittsburgh? All right. Um, so tonight on the Blazing Rye, um, let's, what do you say we just get into it, huh? Yeah. Okay, I would like to welcome our dear friend and Tamika's uh, second cousin, Michelle Kinney, uh, who has sung backup for Darlene Love, uh, John Legend, and uh, Candace Bergen, (laughs) and and director, producer extraordinaire, Alicia Rachel Becker. 
Yeah. Hi. Hi. <laughs> can, How are you guys doing tonight? Can that fanfare happen like every morning when I wake up or something? Please. Like, <laughs> I always want the Rocky theme playing whenever I wake up. I should make that. Yeah, I want that really awesome song that plays while it closes up in Goodfellas to um, Robert De Niro. That's what I always envision when I want to feel really cool. <laughs> that's what I, which I don't know if that's bad or good, but I think it's somewhere in the middle of bad and good. <laughs> <laughs> Just right for Michelle, at least she keeps hanging out with me. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you guys, I realized a problem already tonight is that your guys' voices sound exactly the same. <laughs> um, and we curse the same amount as well. So yeah, we're gonna tell my mom. <laughs> Same Jesus H. Christ. <laughs> Nika, I can't hear you at all. Are you standing like 50 feet away from the phone? <laughs> can you hear us now? I can hear you oh, fine. God, this is a game. This Uh-oh. is a bad game to go into. <laughs> all right. Well, let's let's uh, let's talk about this event that you have coming up at yeah. uh, Rockwood Music Hall, May 24th. It's called Heroin thing now uh, we all know that heroin is a it's, it's a drug that you really don't want to mess with i don't know and why that, and, it, it. and it has absolutely i want to state right now we are not promoting or <laughs> <laughs> the use of and or the selling of the drug it is <laughs> heroines as in the feminine version of hero yeah so um The original concept was heroin singing the blues, and um, this time around, Rockwood has been so wonderful and is allowing us to just do an open genre, letting us, each one of the ladies is going to, you know, venture into a little bit of a different type of style, whether it's rock or pop rock or 70s funk we even have a very pure jazz set, so it's really nice that um, it's just open genre this time. So it's just heroin sing. Okay, and last time it was the blues? Yes, it was the blues. But what was really cool about it is that um, I, we came from a place of what is the blues and most anything can be turned into a blues song. And like for, um, Michelle said, we took an ACDC song and it was really broken down and she sang it. She sang the blues out of it, man. I mean, she killed it. So um, somebody did a Britney Spears song in the style of the blues. And so um, it was all within the blues genre, but we took that essence not so literally and played around with it. And are you guys all going to be wearing superhero outfits? Yes, I just uh, bought my cape. I will. The heroines on stage will be in lovely dresses, but I will be wearing a cape in the audience. It's my dancing cape. There, so. there was a... Michelle um, knows it's true. That's why she's laughing. There was a, a woman in a cape in a bar after work at happy hour recently, and my coworker looked over and he goes, let me find out you're a French superhero. <laughs> oh, where were you? Yeah, Ryan, where were you? That was me. <laughs> that was you. That was you. 
you guys, <laughs> you guys have hung out. Exactly. <laughs> um, so this is going to be at Rockwood Stage One or Stage Two? Stage Two. It starts oh, at seven thirty. Nice. Yeah, stage two, big guns. Michelle, you know who I've seen many many times at that particular stage and that. Oh, uh, you know what? Are maybe uh, Astoria Boulevard, maybe? Yeah. Womp womp. Dan Scott, if you're listening to this, Dan Scott, if you're listening to this, why on earth are you moving to L.A.? <laughs> you are a fool. You are a fool. Do not move to L.A. I just. I saw him off the other night. I said, "Oh no!" I said, "Don't do it." But Alicia, do you know Astoria Boulevard? Do you know the band Astoria Boulevard? Yes. Yes. Okay. One we of our friends from. We all have to from... do our time in L.A. I I moved to L.A. for a year. We all have to do our time in L.A. It, yeah. It makes us stronger. It's well, just not not right now though. Is the thing. The band is so good, and they're just so. They're one of those bands that, like, you know when you get those Facebook invites for your friend's bands, and you're like, oh, no. <laughs> you no, know, like that. I don't. I support all <laughs> I'm a good. Well, I'm the, I'm the snobby Upper West Sider who's like, I'm not going downtown. So, so but then I finally, like, this one time, I went to go see Astoria Boulevard, and I was like, are you kidding me? You, yeah. They're so good. They're so good. They're so tight. They're so polished, um, but not too polished, and they're real, and they and really, hot. really impressed me. And, you know, Dan Scott, we went to Syracuse with, me and Ryan, oh. and um, I really, the first thing I thought of was, like, I could totally hear this on the radio. I could yeah. totally see them touring and opening for someone. And when I heard that Dan Scott was moving to L.A., I was like, oh, oh bad idea. <laughs> and get a record deal. They're yeah. so good. They're and so good. Phillip, but, oh, well. Phillip, the one who fronts most of the vocals, has the greatest eyes I've ever seen in my life. Right, Michelle? They're like the blue as the ocean, or right? They're blue. Oh, they're like crystal blue, gray. You I don't even know. You can't get that on a CD. You need to see that live. You <laughs> cannot get that on vinyl. I don't care how pure the track is. You need to see that live. Mm-hmm. You have to Phillip. stare into the eyes while you're hearing the song. Yeah. Exactly. Just so you know, and you're like, oh, look at those eyes. <laughs> They're so beautiful. I, I can't even talk to the guy. I walk out to say nice job to him. I can't. I cannot focus at all. Let's speak. <laughs> um, let's get back to you. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Alicia. Now, yes. You um, tell me a little bit about your background. You went to school to study musical theater, and and then you kind of did. I, I, I went to school. Someone just chuckled. I heard it. I know. I didn't That's chuckle. right. I do jazz hands sometimes. <laughs> um, no, I, I went to school um, I for acting and then directing and um, just kept on directing once I graduated and started putting together productions. And um, it, it's kind of one of those situations where when you get out of school, you have a choice of you can – try and depend on other people. We, I don't know, you know, when I graduated, it was like maybe one of the worst times to graduate ever, too, because there were all these strikes going on. There was no work for anyone, and I also look 15. So <laughs> there was do. no work out there unless you were able to create it yourself. And um, I, I 
just kind of has this gung-ho, if you have a little elbow grease attitude of, hey, we're going to get this camera and we're going to film this scene or we're going to put together this play festival and all the people I know that are amazing writers, let's bring them together and, like, hey, we have no budget, but I can get M&Ms and let's make this happen. And, and slowly but surely it started building into more concrete productions. And yeah. then when I moved home from L.A. was when I really started working with musicians. And I mean, it was kind of this, what you guys were just talking about. I was lucky enough to have good friends that are very successful in the music industry. And when I would go to see their bands or the bands they represented and worked with, I, I was just moved. I, I mean, I work primarily from a place of music inspires me. So I was just so inspired by many of the musicians I was getting to meet that I just, it was like, I was like, I will, you know, wax the floor for you before you get on stage. What can I do to work with you and you know I became was able to work with people like Michelle and you know be able to keep in contact with friends like uh, my friend Chloe Cahill who's performing in this um, heroines production and um, you know just keep involved with them and in their live shows and started working on concerts and then you know um the idea for heroines was born from my weird brain, you know, back back in like November, and I and I called my fellow producer on that particular production, and I was like, "Can we maybe do this in a month or like two weeks?" And she was like, "Um, no, but functionally we can do it in this amount of time." And so it was like kind of the spark of okay, we have to find a venue and put the band together. And it, I just went with, like, the dream of dreams of, like, Nisha Asnani is an amazing artist that I'm lucky enough to work she's with. Fantastic. And I, she's, I mean, she's epic. And so I, I was lucky enough to know performers that I just felt needed, just, they just need to keep being heard. And so mm. I went to them, and once they were signed on, I was able to, take it to venues and see who wanted it to be performed there. And then the band members are all, I mean, Steve Barganetti is. And the band is ridiculous. A, a legend. I mean, I mean, in his. Steve Barganetti he, was a dream. He's the nicest yeah. guy ever. And then, you know, just standing next to him yeah. with a microphone he, in your hand I and mean, he's playing, just looking at you. And you're just like, Horn. He, I mean, you can look him up on YouTube. He is absolutely you know, the closest I'll ever get to Jimi Hendrix and he's amazing and um Joshua Stevens uh M D yes, Cartes. M D that production and Blaze Lanzetta was on drums and Jake Simon on sax and it just was an amazing band and that was a really cool element that it was one band with all these singers. It gave it a very like family-oriented, homey mm. feeling to it. And I think, I, I don't know, you tell me, Michelle, I think you guys liked coming into a band and getting oh, to perform yeah. with them. I mean, that's, I mean, kind of where I am at in my career is that I don't have a band yet because uh-huh. um, I'm, you know, as a lot of people know, like I come from a theater background and I'm I'm moving my way over to try to 
define myself more of a solo artist. So, you know, my experience thus far, you know, especially in the music world, is walking into that kind of environment where there is a band already kind of there for you. And this specifically, you know, this heroines concert Mm -hmm. time, you know, walking in was so welcoming and it was so like, hey, let's collaborate and like let's make some really awesome music. I think that was the biggest thing for me is especially having grown up in theater and coming, there was always this like just, position in theater I felt like I was always raised to believe like let's all work together if we're putting the best work out there that's the goal and then you also have this competitive nature that you can't get away from in theater mm-hmm. um, and performing and so I think the nicest thing about a lot of what I've been experiencing in the music world I mean sure there's always going to be that competitive nature to it but I like to think within this you know series that is being created there's just a an essence of you know if you have if you have good shit to sing and lay down with this band you know let's yeah. all just celebrate that you know exactly exactly and so. it's and it's and it's celebrated and not in not a well, I mean, I'm sure that's so different too yeah You're all so different so and it's unique. not yeah and it's and it's not self-congratulatory in any way it's yeah. not like it's not like, hey, let's, you know, belt our faces off for an hour. It's yeah. like, no, yeah. let's actually, like, inspire each other and, you know, like I said before, yeah. let's make and some great music. It's really great because this second installment, we now have the opportunity um, to work with different singers. M- Michelle is still performing because she's amazeballs. And <laughs> Nisha, because she is as well amazeballs, Um are still performing and, um, you know, we just are able to get some really amazing new additions to the heroines family. Like I said, Chloe Cahill, um, Yvette Rivera, and, um, you know, a a lot, uh, my friend Sarah Kleiger, who's done amazing background vocals for Alex Winston, who's another amazing Mm -hmm. artist. You should all look her up too, because she's epic. But, um, uh, they're on board now, and it's really cool because everyone just has some, you know, such a true to themselves sound um, that it's, you know, Kristen Errett and Chloe Angelettis, who I never say her last name exactly right, but they are have these two albums that just they make you feel good. Like I, I sit there with these girls singing, and I'm like, I just feel so good. If this is mm-hmm. wrong, I don't want to be right because it feels so good. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. that's all I can feel. Well, we're back with Blaze and Rye Radio. That was the Michelle <laughs> and Elise. Show. <laughs> we totally went off for like 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, no. Wait, I, I do have to say one really quick thing. That... Again, ever. <laughs> I'm sorry. I do have to say one really quick thing because I have to give a lot of thanks to our musical director, Nick Paul, who. Oh, an amazing working musician and giving his time and energy to this project, so we have to thank him. Thanks, now, Nick. Nick Paul, he actually is the guy who wrote the theme song or or, or directed the theme song musically for uh, Homeland. Is that the deal? Um, the main possibly. Title. I'm gonna. I like to check my statements before I wreck myself, so I might text <laughs> you in a few minutes with a yes or no to that. But um, he he's awesome. He's in St. Lucia, which is an amazing band everyone should go buy the EP and um, 
you know, please, if you guys are free on May 24th, come see the show because if you did good music and good times, we'll be there. There's a quote about your event where it says, the evening will bring entrancing performances to blow your musical minds and eardrums away. <laughs> now, the whole eardrums away, so that's unhealthy. Will, will there be a doctor on the premises? There will. <laughs> I'm, I'm a Jewy Jew. There will be a doctor. Don't you worry. <laughs> uh, don't you worry. <laughs> no, we, we really hope to have a, just a very invigorating night, and, and, yeah, it should be pretty awesome. And you mentioned uh, Chloe Angelitis before. Tamika, didn't you have Angelitis? No. <laughs> no. She, she, that, that little lady has some voice on her, I'll tell you that. She's, Michelle, she's tell young, me what it's, but she's got pipes. Uh, Michelle, tell me what it's like working with all of these talented women. Well, cynicism <clears throat> uh, <laughs> Specifically with Alicia, I mean, she's been amazing to work with and collaborate with. And we didn't know each other before the first heroines. We met through a mutual friend, um, Emma Hunton, who was supposed supposed to do the concert and then couldn't because she was like, oh, I'm going to go be Maureen and Rent. Um, Yeah, I'm just going to go be awesome. It's cool. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever you got to do. Um, but she said, you know, you should call my friend Michelle Kinney. And so then we met, and then we were like, oh, my God, I love you. Let's be friends forever. Yeah. So, um, you know, I love Alicia, and she's so great and so nurturing and, and so, like, hard-headed and makes things happen, and it's great. And, you know, mm-hmm. as far as the other women, um, I know that there's a different group this time, but, you know, like Nisha, for instance, at the last concert, I – hadn't really gotten to hear her sing or do anything. And then, you know, we were all kind of sitting around watching the rest of everybody perform. And she got up and did her set. And I was like, are you kidding? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, just so good. So good. And it's really, for me, just so inspiring as as a singer and an artist, as someone who's starting to write her own music and stuff. It's really inspiring to watch women um, in New York really kind of be honest and truthful and, true to their own voices and and uh, and really just give great performances, too, on top of that. So it's been really, um, thus far, it's been great, and I'm so excited to, to do it again and meet a whole other group of girls. Now, why am I not rapping at this event? Oh, you, right. I know. Are, are you a rap artist? Yes. Do you, do you rap the poetry? Because I didn't know that. I Ryan do. Does. He will rap we can talk about that later. I dabble in some spoken word myself, my friend. Oh, word? <laughs> yeah. Spoken word? Word to, uh-huh. word to your mother. I'll Let me back. tell you, it's hard out there for a pimp. It is. We <laughs> make it happen. Hard out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And let me see your, the, the musicians that you have playing this event, let me just read yeah. the list, the way that it is typed. Nick Paul on piano, Steve Barginetti on guitar, Blaze Lambda on drums, Jake Simon on saxophone, and bass on Brian Kesley. Now, why would a guy named Bass be playing a Brian Kesley? <laughs> he is such a badass bass player that that the bass actually has taken over him and played him. That's what happened. You can try and trip me up. You can try. I love, I love no. I'm I'm sorry that that was a typo on my on my fault. Good oh. answer. 
they really are the dream of all come true bands and it was one of those things I never thought that any of them would say yes to this gig because they're all so busy and they're I mean I just hoped I really really just dreamed and hoped and then they all said yes and then you see them on stage and you're like holy macaroni that's happening Mm -hmm. and even just in rehearsals this time around starting with Nick. I mean, it's unreal. Their their talent level is beyond words and I'm a rarely a speechless person. So, they're just so cool, too. Yeah. It's like cool. You know what I mean? I'm just like, yeah, let's hang. Everyone's <laughs> <laughs> just kind of really cool. Um, you just out of curiosity, what is the major influence of your of your music background at this particular point? Because I've heard both of you all sing, not in person just yet. Kenny, I have heard. Um, I have not heard Alicia just yet. But um, what uh, what is the major influence that you have going for you guys? Because I've heard it and it I sounds mean, bluesy. But what's the deal? I mean, I mean, I come from a place. I grew up as a singer, but like again, I was trained in opera and the musical theater but I was always listening to my mom's like rock and roll and 70s albums like I'm a who and like Rolling Stones Mm -hmm. fan so I I think I come from a place of respect of what I just think is the coolest badass music ever especially the blues and especially jazz when I was a little kid and people would ask me what my favorite music was I would just say jazz because my dad played me, you know, jazz, you know, and my mom then continued playing it for me in the house. And so I think it comes from a place of respect of that and then seeing where that has grown into present-day pop music and present-day rock music and indie right. music and that right. sort of thing. Okay. I, yeah. I understand that. What kind of music will uh, will folks be able to hear at this event? What kind of artists yeah. are you covering? Well, I mean, I think we all took a step back when when we heard some Fleetwood Mac in rehearsal mm-hmm. the other day. Michelle, you weren't in the room for that. I was not, but, but I heard the, about it. The girl, <laughs> I, I mean, Kristen it. on Dreams is just, yeah, it's, it's pretty awesome. And um, she does Stevie Nicks proud. And, you know, there's a lot going on. Um, we've got some... Um, I don't know, help me out. I mean, the jazz set is really cool. That's a personal favorite because we have Dinah Washington and um, Fever and, you know. Fever? Wait. Yeah. <laughs> fever. With a, just with a, Fever, the song. Peggy Lee uh, Fever. Um, I'm really excited about you there. Fever. Trying to get me. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, we have some Patty Smith. And what's really cool is we have um, – Composers Zoe Sarnak and Jeremy Schoenfeld, which are currently composing and working musicians um, to work a lot with Broadway stuff, but both write wonderful rock um, ballads and up-tempo stuff, and um, they've contributed original material as well. So all the girls will also be performing their own original stuff. Like we said, Nisha's amazing. And um, Michelle's going to be doing one of Jeremy's originals. And um, all the other girls, they're, they're original I know, I know Jeremy's really going to try cool. to come, too, and play on the song. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, it, yeah, they're going to be able to hear a mix of 
rock, pop, definitely some some 70s groove to it. Um, yeah, and then there will be, of course, a little bit of blues and some nice jazz. So a little bit of everything. A smorgasbord, a little bit of, a little bit of country, a little bit of rock and roll. Just kidding. Like Donnie like and Marie. <laughs> Michelle and I will be performing that song later. <laughs> Down in the green room, just Down in the green room, yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, Alicia, are you still singing? Um, you know, I I haven't, other than alone in my shower for for a <laughs> while. Um, I haven't for a while professionally, but mm-hmm. you never know. This, the, I jokingly always say, and I've told, I've admitted this to Michelle that. These concerts are kind of my guilty pleasure of trying to get every dream song that I would hope to sing performed by people I think could sing it better than I could. So, um, it you know, you never know. The, the floodgates might be open probably within a, a jazz or blues realm. Unless Ska wants to come back, then I would wait on some of that. But unless Dave unless Ferris wants to make a... Uh, Where did they go? Where did, they're somewhere in Arizona. I'll tell you that. <laughs> that somewhere in Arizona. That's where entertainment goes to die. Uh, <laughs> somewhere in Arizona or Scott? Mm, What's that? Um, so why don't I, I think I have some MP3s uh, from uh, these lovely artists. Uh, Alicia, can you go ahead and set up, I don't know what the title is, but number 11, track 11? Yes, 11. <laughs> Should be um, eleven. Sorry, eleven should be all I want is everything by Kristen Eric. Oh, okay. It should be. Okay. <laughs> it's not. I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here she is, Kristen, with all I want is everything. We'll be right back with the girl. One resident describes her horrifying experience when she first realized the complex was on fire. Well, I woke up to go get me a cold pop. <laughs> then I thought somebody was barbecuing. I said, oh, Lord Jesus, it's a fire. Then I ran out. I didn't grab no shoes or nothing, Jesus. I ran for my life. And then the smoke got me. Hello? I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. According to... Was that, was that the right track? That, that was not the right track. <laughs> Are you being serious right now? Because I've never no. heard that track before in my life, and that should not have been said. <laughs> Alicia, you, you don't know that? that? I don't got to, I don't have time for bronchitis. <laughs> please, please tell me you're joking with me right now. Yeah. I'll send it to you later. It's great. All right, here we go. <laughs> Decked out to the night 
scared. Don't be scared. I ain't never scared. Like Bone Crusher said. I ain't never scared. I ain't never scared. <laughs> um, I ain't never whoever, never else, whoever else is on the line who I haven't <laughs> met, quote unquote, yet, I like you. Tamika. <laughs> Tamika keeps it real. <laughs> yep. Tamika has some issues. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't be calling her out. So, <laughs> calling her out on air. I just, right. No, 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 no. Listen, <laughs> listen, <Thank> ladies. You. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I just wrote down on my notes here, uh, watering hole, and 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 Tamika couldn't read it, and so we're talking during the song plan just now, and she goes, "I thought that's a waking asshole." <laughs> and then you said, oh, "I'm left-handed, right?" And so she couldn't read my writing. And she said, I was like, oh, he's left-handed. Fuck him. <laughs> you gotta like your style. I like it. Real. I couldn't read his writing. And then I thought, <laughs> is I mean, it chicken scratch? Watering hole, waking asshole. I mean, what? <laughs> what, what, what about what makes you think of a watering hole? Yes, I'm so glad you asked. Michelle, you wrote this uh, Facebook status or status oh, as my husband said the other day about... Um, huh. Uh, a, a couple, a clingy couple, yeah. walking around with a bunch of yeah, yeah, people. yeah. Uh-huh. I want to hear, I want to hear all, all about this, this group. Wait, what's the right. status? I didn't, I don't know the okay, status. Okay, I wrote here's okay. I normally I, the job, the job. It could be so much worse. But I host karaoke at the watering hole in Gramercy Park twice a week on Wednesdays and Thursday nights. But this past week, I had to cover for the other hosts and work all four. So by night four, I'm punchy. I'm tired. I don't want to hear Love Shack anymore. I don't want to deal with anything, but I want to hear Preacher's Son. Mm-hmm. I want to hear it all. No, I don't really. <laughs> and, and so I have to keep a smile on my face, though, and be really nice to people um, and make them feel good. So what I do is I turn to my Facebook page and um, let it all out. So oh, <laughs> there's a... Um, there was a group of people in for a birthday party. They were very nice. They were, you know, um, they were nice. And um, they were a little weird. Um, <laughs> just like, just like not cool at all. Not even, probably like around 24, 25 years old. Um, not even like in a dorky way cool. Like if you're going home and like doing math problems or or reading Game of Thrones, like, I'm probably going to think you're awesome and want to hang out with you. But these people, I don't know what they're doing. But anyways, um, this is not cool in any way. So these two people, this, this couple, they're walking around all night and holding hands and will, will not let go of each other. And I wanted to be very clear in the fact that I'm not hating on them for holding hands. It's not coming from bitter kidney syndrome. It's <laughs> you just it's coming from your fear of cooties and flu season. It was it was coming from me being like, what are they? It was like weird, like they were just holding hands, just to hold hands. Like it was like someone had taken super glue and just there was no emotion behind it. So they finally, these two people, they get up to sing, and uh, one of the songs they they sang a couple songs. The first one was American Girl, mm-hmm. and then the other one, and they sang standing directly next to each other, feet. Um, about shoulder width apart, holding hands down, like next to their leg size. And uh, they're like, step inside, walk this way, you and me, babe. 
Hey. Like, that's as exciting as it got. Oh. It was just, it was so uncomfortable. So, like, the whole staff, we were like, can you imagine what those people now, are doing? Uh, Alicia, <laughs> why were you and your boyfriend ruining Michelle's time the other night at the watering hole? You know what? <laughs> the moral of the story really is, everyone go visit Michelle if you want to feel bad about yourself on Facebook the next day. Oh and then come to the God. concert on May 24th. <laughs> <laughs> I hope no one who goes to the watering hole is listening to this show. <laughs> Hopefully you not them. The truth of the Facebook matter is, is that we had gotten super glue on our hands, okay? <laughs> we were trying to be a little adventurous that morning. It didn't work out, and the super glue got stuck to our hands, okay? Yeah. yeah. Don't ask any Good. questions. You don't have to get a little... A little uh, rubbing alcohol, just to get that off. Thank you. <laughs> that would have been much more helpful in the morning. After yeah. The super glue we accident. were all talking about you. <laughs> we were all mm-hmm. talking about you. We were texting from across the bar. I mean, what are those people well, doing? Well, if I had had my other hand available, I would have been texting too. But unfortunately, never underestimate what you will do for those you love. Okay. <laughs> oh, what I don't know what you would ever do with super glue. That's terrifying. <laughs> um, well, I can think of no better time than to play a game right now. Uh, Michelle, do you know what's about to happen? Uh, hot or hot mess? Hot or hot mess. This is a game, Alicia, where I give you guys a list of things. You tell me if they're hot or a hot mess. Here I we go. I love it. Careful about what you write on the internet. <laughs> oh, listen, lady, you are the number one culprit. There you go. <laughs> listen, there why you go? Facebook, Hi, sometimes calling the kettle black. All I'm gonna say. Be politically correct. Oh, here we go. Here we go. And careful. And Alicia, what about you? Yeah. Is that hot or a hot mess? You know, I got to say, that's just hot mess. That's unclassy. You know, the issue was closed. I'm going to be really, like, legit about this because, you know, the, whatever happened, the girl's not his baby mama, and issue was closed. What, like, not 50 billion people checked his Twitter that day, so he needed some attention? Like, I don't, you know, yeah. leave it alone. That girl's humiliated enough anyway. She pretended like she was carrying Justin Bieber's child. Please. Like so gross. No. Hot mess. Okay. Hot and, mess. And Tamika, Tamika, what do you think? Hot or hot mess on that tweet? I don't know what she was thinking talking about Justin or Justine. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Justine I don't know. Bieber. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on with that, so I, I choose to refrain from commenting. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> That's classy of you. That's classy right there. Thank you. Not Justin Bieber-ish. Okay. And all these guests that I see in the chat room, if you guys sign in uh, through Facebook or Twitter or Blog Talk Radio, um, what you can do is play along with us on this Hot or Hot mess. Um, I don't see anyone playing along or signed in for that matter, but I see a ton of people in the chat room. So uh, next up on Hot or Hot Mess, uh, it is never, it's very unprecedented, unprecedented, unprecedented that a president. Let me go get you. Yeah, go get me some yeah, some yeah. duck butter uh, collide. Okay. <laughs> Can you start that statement again? I'm sorry. I'm Listen, you're gonna make me say it again. So it's very unprecedented that a president goes on late night talk shows like uh, the Tonight Show, uh, Letterman, The Daily Show. Uh, tonight, uh, President Obama is on Jimmy Fallon. Uh, do you guys think that his sort of his engagement in the media uh, and, and how um, kind of uh, potent it's been. Is that hot or a hot mess? Uh, Alicia, let's start with you. Um, I personally think it's hot. I, I just think he's always, you know, it sounds sort of like dorky to say, but he's always been a president or a man of the people and very relatable. And um, he's always put himself in a position that we – feel that he's accessible and I think you know as times change the role of the presidency changed and changes and the way that he has to present himself especially going into a campaign you know has to change as well and his forte in being accessible to the mass media and to the people and especially the younger generation that are Jimmy Fallon fans um, has always been winning for him, so mm-hmm. I think it's hot. And Michelle? Hot. Surface of the sun, hot. Deaf. <laughs> Most deaf. Surface of the sun? Most deaf to that, Mish. Most deaf. <laughs> I will move on quickly from that. Uh, Tamika, hot or hot man? Hot. My man is hot. That's it. He got Quest Love right there backing him up. No, yeah, yeah, that's something to the roots. He, I remember I saw like a video and he was like walked in and really excited about the roots being there or something. I forget. For shizzle. Yeah, right. I loved when the roots played "Lion Ass Bitch" when Michelle Bachman walked out. I loved. Hey, I yeah. thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Well, no, they had to they had to issue an apology for that apparently. That was, yeah, yeah. That was bullshit. Yeah, whatever. Just issue an apology for being herself. Right? Because yeah. you know what they need to play is an old public enemy rebel without a pause. Where Obama coming on there and just see what happens. Just see what happens. I mean, he's quest love. Hello. He's got nothing but love. Right. He's the greatest. Don't mess with quest love. I'll get angry. And <laughs> You know my man quest love did a show the other night at BAM with a bunch of different artists. I do. Artists. I really wanted to go to it. Did you guys go? No. I did not. I, I have was a funny karaoke. story about that, but only my cousin will appreciate it, so I won't tell it. Mm, better get your cousin. <laughs> I'll call her after. Shawnee, I, I would have loved later. to have been there, but I was hosting karaoke. <laughs> That's just another thing for you to be bitter about. The watering hole. Right. The hole. And uh, next up on Hot or Hot Mess, the Secret Service. 
Uh, Michelle, let's start with you. Hot or hot mess? Secret service. <laughs> Lately, hot mess. <laughs> All right. Alicia. I don't know. I just feel as though, like, hot mess. And not even just lately. Like, if Hollywood and the film industry can make so many films about you and, like, figure you out, I don't know. You're doing something wrong. Secret service. I'm, I'm just putting it out there. Yeah. Secret. <laughs> it should be called the creep service. <laughs> it should be called open for service because, like, <laughs> you ain't never lie. Open for service. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, Tamika, Secret Service, how to hot mess? On the grounds that it may incriminate me, I refuse to answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> you said before that your dog packed your luggage. They never let you on a plane like that. Sir, on the grounds that it may incriminate me, I refuse to answer that question. Okay. Right ne- now. Next up on Hot or Hot Mess, um, Michelle, I'm just going to give this one to you. Uh, yeah. Dan Scott, hot or hot mess? Well, well, Ryan, I'm on the fence because normally I'd say hot, <laughs> uh-huh. but after after April 20th, I'm going to say hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. oh Lord! Until he puts his clock back to Eastern Standard Time, he is hot mess. Thought you said something totally different. I thought that statement was going to go totally a different way. Anyway. <laughs> what did What did you think that was going to? May I ask you? He said clock. I thought you were saying something else. It's fine. <laughs> Either way, I'm it's sure fine. she just wants him back here. I do. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Who's the, Who's Dan? God. He's the one moving. I know. I'm, I'm with thought of a story of Boulevard. He's the one moving to California. Oh, no. Uh, wait, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but still, why did I leave? That's Come true. On. I left too. Okay. Um. Okay. Next up on Hot or Hot Mess, there was a um, an incident the other night where uh, I was walking out of a bar called Cowgirl Bar in the West Village, and this <laughs> yeah. guy came up to me, and <laughs> and he says, um, he points to his friend's chest, his pectoral breasticle. And he says, um, hey, can you just feel my friends? Oh, wait, straight guy, never mind. And he <laughs> said, and, and I walked away. Um, Michelle, I'm going to throw that one at you, too. Hot or hot, <laughs> Um, That's hot. <laughs> that's, that's hot. Because, you know, Ryan, I used to think you were straight, too. <laughs> yeah, so, we've all been yeah. there. Yeah, we all have been there. Let's... You know what? I'm sitting right here, and I still think he is, so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I've known you weren't since the moment we met, so I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> I, I hear that, too. Um, let's, how can we close out? Let's, Tamika, how can we close out Hot or Hot Mess? Let's do a universal thing we all can participate in. What do you think? You already did it. You talked about her already. Who? Justine Bieber. Justine Bieber? Uh, um, how about... Uh, uh, um, 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 what's the name? Uh, Lindsay Lohan, Hot or Hot Mess. Uh, uh, it's so hard for me. This is painful for my soul. Hot Mess. Eat a Alicia. sandwich. Alicia. Go to school. Hot Read a book. Alicia or Michelle? I don't know. That's me. Michelle. Michelle. <laughs> you know, this is really hard for my soul. 
because, I mean, she was such a talent mm-hmm. in the parent trap when she played two people at the same time on screen. <laughs> it's a, I'm going to have to say hot mess. Yeah. Hot mess. And Alicia, what about you? That was me. <laughs> Damn it. Michelle, what about you? Did I'm really know? upset. I'm really upset. I said she's a hot mess. But I, I do want to say she picked some lovely court styles. I'll give her that. <laughs> you I have been Googling that white dress to try and find it all winter. So good good fashion for court. Okay. Um, yeah. Fair enough. Well, let's close out Hot or Hot Mess there. Um, the event is May 24th. It yeah. May 24th. Rockwood it's- Music Hall. And if you go to Rockwood's website and go to the calendar, May 24th, it's right there. Yeah. Um, and stage two. Stage two. And what time? 7 p.m.? 8 p.m.? 7.30. 7.30 p.m. Awesome. Um, well, you guys have been a pleasure. To, I don't know why I went into walk-in just now. You guys have been a pleasure. <laughs> you guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to try because I just completely embarrassed myself. Awesome. (laughs) All right, Michelle, Alicia, uh, anything else you want to say before we bounce? Um, Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you you for having us on, Ryan. I know sometimes I come in and I just act silly for 10 minutes on the show, but it was nice to be here for a whole hour. (laughs) Thank you so, so much for having us on your show. And please, everyone who's listening, tell your friends to come, tell their friends to come, tell people at the bodega on the corner to come just it's good music and it's amazing people involved so please please join us on may 24th totally awesome if a bunch of people get beaten up by tomorrow at bodegas (laughs) we know why why are you gonna put that out there everyone (laughs) ryan will be at the show so if you have a bone to pick with him about anything come may 24th exactly all right guys have a good night Thank, Thank you, Ryan. Bye. Thank you, Tamika. Thank you, Tamika. Thank you, Ryan. Bye. Bye. All right, that was Michelle Kinney and Alicia Becker. Um, now let's uh, let's let's get into um, our new segment. You know what? I thought of a, a title for it, Tamika. No. Um, you know how you you have. Uh-oh. You know how you have. Uh-oh. Here we go. <laughs> you know how? Excuse me. You know how you have words with friends? No, because I don't have a smartphone. I have a superphone. Speaking of, can I see that tablet over there, please? Um, well, words with friends. We're gonna start uh, calling this what's trending segment. We're gonna start calling it blazing with trends, like blazing rye with Twitter trends. So this is when we go through a list of things on Twitter that are trending right now, and Tamika gives me her very first uh, reaction to the people who write this. Uh, okay, so let's see. Let me, I'm just going to click on just remember that. Um, all right, here we go. Emp Daffy tweeted, just remember that if I ever told you I got your back, I got your back, unless you give me a legit reason not to fuck with you anymore. Tamika, what do you think about that tweet? Fucking coming back. Oh my god. <laughs> um, how about this? Sydney is herself tweets. Just remember that I don't care what you think of me. Honestly, I really don't give a flying fish 
What do you think about that one? You don't want to know. <laughs> what kind of fish are you talking about? Oh, Lord. Uh, how about this one? Hothead Lil just says, just remember that I'm got a sweaty nobody because my name Andre the fuck y'all thought. What do you think about Hothead? <laughs> Let me let's look at this tweet. I'm I apostrophe N E gotta sweat nobody. I think that means like I ain't gotta sweat nobody because my name Andre the fuck y'all thought. Someone's angry. Yeah. Someone that's angry. not that's not a word, though. Someone's angry is a phrase. How about this Cinco Smith? Just remember that the grass may not be greener on the other side, but then again, it just might be. Hmm. <laughs> what do you think Revenge. about that? Revenge. Yeah. And what do you think about the guy who wrote it? Cinco here. Just based on that tweet. Uh, he's going after Ocho Cinco with the spelling of his name right there. <laughs> and he changed his name back, didn't he? Yeah. Did he? Yeah. Okay. I don't he know. With all these back. crazy names. You heard yeah. about Metal World Pieces and so very peaceful. No. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, no. He beat someone else up apparently. I don't know. Awesome. Um... Okay, so this next trend that's trending right now is I admit it. Whew. Let's do this one. J. Cole World 23 is quoting Breezy B. The Bomb. I admit I love Javon Nelson Hansley. Heart, haha, you're the bestest. Ha, chill put in my government. Oh, there. Tamika, what do you think about the person who wrote that? She's got a nice body. That's a that is not, no, that's someone else. Oh, that's not. This sorry. is a fan site. Looking at the picture, um, hmm, I, I'm not quite sure. Some, I get, you know what? It seems like there's angry tweets. Can we find some love tweets? Nope. So this next one, lust for trust, says, I admit I used to talk to dudes with girlfriends and not gap. But once karma, oh god, <laughs> oh give a fuck. Okay, yeah. I thought it said gap, like not making a mistake. <laughs> But once karma came back on my ass, I left those days behind me. What do you think about that, that girl? I refuse to answer that question on the grounds that it may incriminate me. Well, how would that incriminate me? I refuse to answer that question, <laughs> sir. Fair enough. Um, how about stress my underscore pretty says, I admit that's my past, is my past, and I don't regret shit I did. What do you think about him, her? One word or a phrase? Who? That statement, coming to terms what? with stuff they had done. I mean, come on. Okay. Okay, coming to terms, that's what you think? Yeah. Mm, let's just pick one random. How about Nancy Loves You says, even though you, you said I'm nothing like the last one, you proved yourself wrong. Ugh, what do you think about that? I don't know. I might be a disease or something <laughs> of that nature. I'm not quite sure. Now, what is N NYR? That's trending. New York Rangers. Oh, did they lose or win? Oh, excuse me. Uh -oh. Shift by shift, boys, bring it home. It looks like it's still going on. Okay. So that's that's still going. Megan Fox is pregnant is trending next. Oh, dear. That awkward moment when Megan Fox is pregnant and you're not the father. So very awkward. I don't though. know. Who you don't know who Megan Fox is from Transformers? No. The really hot, beautiful... No, I don't know her. Talentless actress. <laughs> <laughs> don't know her. Oh, what is this? Megan Fox is pregnant, cannot feel. I ran across this specific. What? What's your reaction to that? 
I don't know what the specific is. Hmm. Let's see. Um, how about this one? Megan Fox is pregnant. Rhea Kyle Dozen. Uh, uh, yeah, more. <laughs> okay, Lord Tensai. This is a WWE. Oh, God. All things Cena still says, still don't understand the point in having Lord Tensei turn all our favorites into jobbers. What do you think about that? The WWE. And what are you going to do? All right. Derek Jeter? Yeah. Woo! Derek Jeter is 3-3 tonight and is now hitting above 400. He's also 37 years old. How about that? You know what? What? The hell is that, y'all? I'm a mess. Fan. What? Oh, you get at me. <laughs> get at me. I don't care who's listening. Get at me. You're not a Dodgers fan being from I was a Dodgers fan when I was living out in LA mm-hmm. and I'm a Mets fan living in Victoria, so I don't know what else to tell you all. But David Wright's butt is hot. So <laughs> what, what's good? Sam Spivak would agree with you there. Um <laughs> and now let me find out that my my good friend Sam Spivak is engaged to her boyfriend Nicholas Sizik. So Spivak Sizik. How's that going to work with the name? Do you think they're going to hyphenate it? They should. Or just combine like Spivak or something? Yeah. Uh, or Spivak. They should. <laughs> Pardon me. Uh, and Zachy Zizi on Twitter, Twitter, says Derek Jeter, Tom Brady, Kobe Bryant, colon, angry old men still thinking they have something to prove after 15 years. Love it. What do you think about that? Mm, I think that person's a little premature. Probably more things than one. Oh my God! What is this? This Charmaine Coley too says Derek Jeter Kyra is unquestionably the prick. He posted the recording upon Torn Tube. Such the rear end. <laughs> what is that? No comment. <laughs> All right, but what do you think about the person who tweeted it? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> you might want to stay away. So <laughs> like little kids, stay away. They just shake their fists at you. Uh-huh. They tell people to stay away. Okay. The person I would say to stay away. How about this one? Marilyn Richards 6 says, Derek Jeter, this sort of asshole, almost all I would like is a really nice dude. Might have some knowledge of the gentleman at some particular point. <laughs> I mean, hey, you know, we all got to live our lives, so. Uh-huh. I don't know who this is. Who's Roy? Is this one of them real housewives shit? Royce is trying to get, what about Evelyn? I don't know who this is. Evelyn, this must be some real housewives shit or don't something. Let's, let's go to the regular Twitter and just pick one last one to go off on. Um, hmm, hmm, hmm. Oh, Lisa Lampanelli's been going on the rampage, huh? What do we got here? Uh, how about this one? Daniel Levi Gones, one of our old Blazing Ride guests, says, Dolly Parton, one of the wonders of the South. What do you think? Hey, if they have to custom make her a bra, then God bless her. Because I got big tits, too. If they have to custom make my shit, it's all God made. So, <laughs> so how much plastic surgery do you think Dolly Parton has had? I don't know if she's really have any but well maybe not look. on the breast but on her face she oh well you know it's almost as bad as Howard Stern would say you know John Rivers looks like right uh, Korean figure skater which is you know still <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Korean figure skater John Rivers just pulled back you know start smelling different things <laughs> they pull stuff back that much. what are you gonna smell what do you mean you just, like
gross. So you talking about flying fish. Hey, I ain't say nothing over here. Oh, Lord. Well, we'll be back next week with who's our guest next week? Mike. Nickelbills Mike. MHB in the house. And who is that? A gentleman that just uh, spoken a word Mm -hmm. very well with some other artists that are very cool. Mm -hmm. If you don't tune in, then you won't be able to know who the hell they are. Well, there you go. Um, well, this has been Blazing Rye for April 23rd. I'm telling you, I think it's the name of that sublime. Boom, 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 boom. Right? A sublime song? Yeah. I should know that. I've went to Long Beach State. I don't know. Boom, 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 boom. All I remember is Date Rape. That was a song I remember from Sublime. Oh, speaking of, I saw my friend Chris LeBeau <laughs> checked in on... Speak, wait a minute. You transitioned into... Speaking yeah, of yeah, yeah. From Date Rape. My friend Chris LeBeau checked in on Foursquare, I noticed last night. And he checked into Rape Alley ah, on Foursquare. What do you make of that? I don't want to know where that is, but I still don't want to know where it is. So, we'll be back next week, Monday. Hot mess. <laughs> Hot mess. Be more careful. Mm-hmm. Horrible. Shout out to Kiss Crook and B Marsh. Uh, I can think of no better way than ending the show than by saying, if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. Hit the brakes, Florence. And lastly... Take out your Barbies, bend them backwards, burn their nipples on the stove, and leave them in some drawers. Okay, so you're feeling all alone. I heard it on the radio, in a broadcast from the sky. Great to be outside.